Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. This episode's been brought to you by the Raw Raw Spirit Team. Growing your business is just the beginning. Too many business owners try to grow their business on their own. They spend countless hours testing out and investing in hundreds of strategies, all with the aim of building their business. Without support, someone helping to guide you and cheering you on, motivation starts to go down, your passion starts to decrease, you start running out of money and losing faith in your business and yourself. The Raw Raw Spirit Team is a supportive community filled with expert programming, up-to-date training, guest experts, mentorship, and like-minded business owners. This isn't another community and another strategy. This is a serious and supportive community of business owners focused on supporting each other and building their business. You are welcome here. All right, welcome to The Afterlight. I'm joined today by my beautiful friend, Beloved, and she is an expert in coaching, soul codes, angel card oracle, tarot reading, ceremony, channeling, light language, sound art, and she is also an author. Beloved is going to be joining me today. It's kind of like part two from the last episode because last time we spoke, there were all these things that I promised our guests we would get to, and I didn't really get to any of them because I was so distracted by all the other things we talked about. So I thought today we could talk a lot about the Angel Code Oracle. I know you have a book launching soon, if it's not already ready to rock. And I guess I wanted to talk to you as well about you know, what is light language? And maybe we could just see where this conversation takes us because I think, beloved, that sometimes you're guided by, you know, forces unknown or maybe known, but uh, I guess we'll just see where the conversation unfurls. But welcome to the show regardless. Thank you. It's always such, such a pleasure to be with you and play with you. And it's so fun. I was telling you off um, off camera that you know last time we did our episode, you did a heart breath healing in that episode. And so, if anybody is wanting to connect with their heart, I would strongly recommend that you go and you check that out. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But you know that was a really powerful healing that you did do. So thank you for that. Can we talk a bit about what lang- light language is? Because I guess when I was reading that sort of off the top. I guess I kind of made the assumption that light language is just speaking from your heart and speaking from the light, but is that, is that an accurate sort of description of what that's about? When my understanding of light language is, is that, but it's more. Light language, um, when, when I bring it forth and when so many people bring it forth, it's just vibration. It's, you know, it's vibrational, and I'm told that um, when when I bring it forth, it's actually attunements from the heart of the Divine Mother. Okay, so when you say attunements, it's kind of like a sound healing? Exactly. That's a good way to put it, yes. It's a sound healing, it's a vibrational healing, and... There are no words. Mm. It's just sound. And, um, but you can feel it. 
you can feel it. And oftentimes people who do this will translate, you know, and sometimes I will do that. You know, I'll do the, the language, the light language. It's really interesting because they're different dialects, which I didn't know. The first time I ever did this, you want to hear an insane story? Yeah. Okay. So the first time I ever did light language, um, there were a group of us who do matrix energetics. Do you know what that is? I don't. It's a very, a very amazing um, healing technology. Okay. And there was a meditation group of uh, matrix practitioners. And I was invited and we did this beautiful meditation and they played some music from, from Tom Kenyon. Do you know that name, Tom Kenyon? No, I don't, but I'll Google it after. Oh my goodness. And I've had the blessing to do um, a workshop with him uh, several days, but I didn't know who he was either. I had no bloody idea. So I'm lying down and we're all in meditation and they put Tom Kenyon on and he really just takes you to a whole different place. I mean, there's a whole series of gateways that, that I went through and that many people go through. So I'm in my meditation. I told you this is one of my weirdy ones, right? And I love, I love weirdy ones. I know. <laughs> I'm in my meditation and I see the the dimension open. And what I mean by that is something opened in front of the wall, like not in the wall. And these very tall blue beings came down. It was like they were coming downstairs, but you couldn't see any stairs. And they were beautiful, they were benevolent, and they were loving, and it was very lovely. And then the meditation was over, and I had no idea who they were, um, because I didn't ask. All I know is they were very loving beings, and they felt really good. And, and afterwards, I'm telling, because we're sharing in the group, what occurred, and I said it was so freaky. Because all of a sudden, it was like there was a stairway there that wasn't there. And these beautiful blue beings walked down the stairs. And they said, have you seen Avatar? And Avatar was a film. Yes. And it was a I never wanted to see because I thought it was a war film. Oh, yeah. I thought oh. It was sort of, oh, my God, there's going to be fighting. There's, and I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. So they said, oh, you'd probably like it. Well, then, all of a sudden, I'm doing light language. Never before. Never before. And when I finished, they said, oh, you must see Avatar. And I said, all right, if you're sure it's not a war film, you know, I trust you all. I'll go see it. They said, no, when you see Avatar, you will, you will hear yourself. You will hear your language. Right. 
right? So I don't know if you've seen Avatar. Oh, I've seen it many times. It's one of my favorites. It's amazing. Did you enjoy it? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Light language, right? Wow. Okay. And I, I had another experience um, in a, a meditation group, and two of us spoke the same language. And it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Um, and before that, I had been in a meditation, a beautiful meditation, and the facilitator was speaking light language. And I understood everything she said, and I was hysterical laughing. And she was saying, oh, beloved understand. She can understand this language. But that was the extent of it. I mean, those were my only experiences. But now it comes through all the time. And what it is, it's just vibration. It's an energetic signature, which is all vibration is, right? Yeah. So it, when it comes through, and I think many people who, who speak light language would agree with this, it comes through based on the energy of the room. And by that, I mean the group of people. It could be one other person. I mean, I give light language to one client at a time, you know, or a friend if we're just hanging out. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it'll. So when I say in the room, it doesn't mean it has to be a lot of people. Right. But, you know, when people come together, whether it's just two people or more, we create an energetic field. Yes. Yeah, because we're all emitting our own frequency, you could say. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a unique field when we come together that's just present for that. One of the things that we talked about in our last episode, and I guess if our listener at home um, hasn't caught up, you really should go and listen to that episode because it's powerful. <laughs> but, you know, beloved, you channel, you channel, um, you know, different um, entities, including the Archangel Ariel and I guess when you were speaking there about light language, is that sort of a similar thing that, that this language comes through you and then out of you and it's not, it's not in you. Well, I don't know. I guess you could explain this, but is it in you already or, or does it actually come through you from the divine and then out through you? Is it similar to channeling this? Is that how you could describe it? I describe it similar to, to channeling. You know, we're a vessel. We're a beautiful vessel. And not only are we a vessel for, for the angels and guides and, and benevolent beings, but we're also a vessel for our, our higher self. Because, you know, not, not our whole being is in these beautiful three-dimensional bodies, these temples. Yes. So, yes. so much not within here. Right. So that's where we get into the conversation about the, uh, like the aura and the, uh, is it the etheric layer? And are you familiar with all that kind of stuff? Could you talk on it for a minute? Well, we all have, there, put your hand out. Whoever's listening, just put your hand out. Okay. There you go. <laughs> 
still you. That's still your field. Our fields are huge. Right. Our, our fields are really huge. And when I say field, what I'm talking about is energetic field. Right. Right. Yeah. We're a bubble. We're a huge bubble. But beyond our field, our own field is another field, right? The etheric, the, the etheric. Yeah. In my experience, the aura comes from our field. But everything has an aura. Right. Every chairs have have auras. Is that kind of the uh, the frequency at which that particular thing is operating at? At that moment in time. Oh, at that moment in time. Right. Yes. Because that can change. Right. On you know what's going on. Yeah, I never so. really thought about. Yeah, you're right, because people obviously they have, well, we could say, for lack of a better example, good days and bad days, or like high-frequency days and low-frequency days. <laughs> yeah, and so that's going to pertain to a different color, or it's going to pertain to even the vibrancy of that color. Yes, yes. Right. Can you see auras? I do. Mm-hmm. I see them, and I used to be, I used to do such a, a silly thing, I won't say dumb, but I will say silly. Okay. Because when I auras, I would be in front of 400 people on a stage and I would, you know, show them where to look and how to do this. And then I would, they would see it, right? And then I would say, okay, now, just think something not nice about me. Like, I don't like the way you look. That's, I don't like the color of your shirt. Oh, you're a redhead. I mean, all those <laughs> things. I watch the aura and my aura would shrink, right? Wow. But, but then I would say, okay, now just send me a good thought, a blessing. Oh, I like the color of your hair. Oh, you're, you know, you're, you're so little and tiny. Oh, you know, just sending you blessings. Oh, oh, oh. And they could see the aura get really, really big. Really big. So wow. there's, an e there's an easy way to see auras. There's an easy way. And all you need to do for everyone out there, and I wonder if it would work, what you do is look at a person or go to a mirror you can listen while you're at a mirror go to the mirror and then just look right beyond your shoulder or right beyond your your head just a little bit and just let your gaze soften and just look there and you'll begin to see a light. You'll begin to see that. Or pick up an object that's near, that's near you. Pick up anything and just hold it and look like not directly at it, but just a little bit away. Just a little bit. Like maybe an inch or two. 
and don't don't force it don't you know just allow and the thing is it's a skill like any of the other skills once you get it oh my gosh you'll see them everywhere you'll see them everywhere and it's practice like you said i mean when you said it's a skill it's taking practice but one of the things you also sort of said or one impression i got from you there was about trusting what you're getting because i think that sometimes we try to force stuff or you do you remember um i think this is probably a real hit in the 90s to be honest but remember when those magic eyes came out or those pictures and then they were three-dimensional and then you yeah. could see the picture that yeah and you know some people couldn't see it and other people could and that's I just thought of that when you were talking about seeing auras. It's kind of a similar thing. Exactly. And it is the same thing. You know, it's about relaxing and not forcing. And if if it's not, if you're not doing it, try it again later. It works really well in front of a white background. Okay. Can you see it in someone's photo? Let's say you saw a photo of somebody. Or does it have to be like a living or or like a thing that's you know, in your immediate vicinity, I guess, like that you can maybe touch. I've never tried looking okay. at a photo, but I do other things with photos. Like you know, like, well, I can pick, I used to do it a lot. I don't do it much anymore, but people used to hand me a photo and then ask me what I get. What do you get from that? Okay. So you get like a story or some, an impression like, mm -hmm, same thing as holding an object so i don't know why you couldn't um yeah are you game okay yeah i'm game <laughs> i've never i've never tried this <laughs> all right Virtual. let's see i'll see yeah, I'll try to. Okay. So yeah. for our listener at home, we are seeing if we can read each other's aura color. So I'm trying. But I guess the thing is not to try, is just to let That's it. Right. Just kind of look and, and you'll begin to see a light. Oh my goodness, I can see yours. Okay, yours is getting bigger and it's white. Uh, yellowish and it's got oh my god it's getting so big there it's um it has red around it and over your right oh over your i guess that would be your right shoulder i don't know because we're flipped this is my right shoulder what i'm touching oh right shoulder there is a beautiful guide there oh wow Oh, it's beautiful and it's big. Oh, and now that, oh, as soon as I said that, there's a big glowing, big glowing yellow there. Big ball, big glowing, glowing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, we're on phones, or at least I'm on, I'm on a phone looking at, oh my goodness. Oh, that is so cool. That I'm sorry, I'm distracted by what you're telling me that I can't I, focus on. What I'll buy it. <laughs> it's hard to do. It's hard to do a talk show and be quiet. 
Yeah, I know it's true. It's not great radio, is it? Where we're like, hey, we're just going <laughs> to. But I mean, really, it's an opportunity for our listener at home to go and check themselves out in the mirror. But that's so cool that you can see a guide behind me because behind me is a wall, right? So my natural, I guess, reaction to that would be, but there's a wall behind me. So how can they fit? <laughs> they fit. Like how did the blue men walk down the stairs that, was, that weren't there? Yeah. So when I was looking at you earlier, when you were talking about auras, I was, I was sort of trying to place, um, you know, to see what I could see around you, but I guess, you know, the impression that I got was a bit of a green outer lining, but then I think I confused myself to sit, well, did I really see that, you know? So, and then when you were talking about your expand, like seeing my aura and then that expanding, you know, I definitely... I, I, I do think sometimes, and I'm sure our listener at home might be able to relate, I think sometimes I get in my own way. When Ariel first came in and they were giving me all this information, and I'm used to working with the spirit world, but when Ariel came in, and Ariel is the angel of prosperity, abundance, nature, I... I just, I would, I would not give information that, um, I wouldn't give information that um, they gave. And afterwards I'd say, why didn't you give, give the information? I said, I would dummy up. Um, I couldn't hear you. Oh yes, you heard us. You <laughs> didn't know what and you didn't want it to be wrong and it wasn't yeah. for you. Yeah. So my biggest thing has always been trust. That's all. In, in, you know, the line of work that you do and, you know, even in these conversations that I'm having, like a lot of pe- people think it's bullshit or they, right. Or, yeah, you know, it's kind of like, imagine that all the beautiful, amazing things that you ever dreamed of are true. Like that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about this amazing fantasy world that's real. And, you know, I understand that in a way it would make sense to almost be defensive and be on guard about what you share because, you know, half, well, I'm sure many times as well, beloved, you shared information or channeled something to someone and they have no idea what it means but you've said it exactly how it was meant to be put across. You've delivered it in the exact way and the person is not receiving it in the way that was intended and therefore it's confusing. And so do you, yeah, you're nodding your head while I'm speaking. Yeah. Well, that happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Here's one thing for all of you out there that, that do this, you know, that do this kind of work. I was taught early on, never, and I don't do many no's or nots or nevers, never give information to anyone unless they have asked you. That's called giving a sidewalk message. And that's a big no. That's a big no-no. So when I'm giving a message, I'm with someone who wants it. So that, that cuts out a lot of people who think it's nuts. If they're coming yeah. to my event, if they're part, I'm getting ready to start a 12-month um, 
so exciting. I'm doing a 12-month Manifesting Your Dreams um, Sisterhood 2021. Yeah. Wow. That's, and so people that are, that are in the group that are part of that, they're coming and they're open and they're expecting someone that, that would come to one of my events. It's not like I'm meeting people on the street. Yeah. You know, and saying, oh, by the way, you know. Um, so I. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I understand. And I think that, you know, you don't need to convince everyone when you already know your own truth. Like for me, when I have these conversations with people, if if sometimes they just don't get at all where I'm coming from, I I, I just think that's fine because I don't need to convince you of what I know is in my soul because that wouldn't make any sense anyway. You either know it to be true or you don't, and eventually you may find it to be true or you may not. But, you know, it's not for me to say what's good for you. Although, you know, when we're drinking the Kool-Aid, we do want everyone to try it. <laughs> so true. And don't when I'm standing with you that I'm not sending blessings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Talking to, especially if, you know, if they're saying something that I really, that I really don't agree with because I'm a peacemaker, you know, I'm not going to get it into it with people or try to convince people, but I will. My mother's a Southern lady. And we do a lot of bless your heart. <laughs> I love that. I a lot of bless your heart. I may be doing it silently, but oh my God, that heart rate's going right out. It's know? so beautiful. I love that. That's wonderful. Can I go back for a quick second? I just had a question about the aura conversation again, and then I'd like to move us on to numbers. And then obviously we want to talk about angel oracle because that's a big deal. Um, when you were talking earlier about or as you did mention some colors when you were looking at me and I did mention a color when I was looking at you. And I guess I was wondering if, you know, the colors have meanings kind of like the chakras or if they change based on who's looking at them and like what color reference do you trust? Cause if I Google the meaning of red or the meaning of green, I might get a different response based on the website I'm on. <laughs> so any thoughts on that beloved? Well, I think this, we are all incredibly intuitive beings. We came in here with our inner guidance system. I call it our IGS, right? Yeah. So I always tell people to go to your heart. I don't go by the things I read because yeah. that's the information that they've received and it works really well them like you know pink is of the heart and and red is anger but for me red's not anger at all red is passion and enthusiasm and yeah and joy right yeah i think it's like dream symbols you have to interpret them for yourself because symbols you Yes, that is so good. And I remember I was interviewing somebody and they were talking about um, as a medium that you had to learn a new language, basically. So you get these pictures and then you kind of correlate that with the meaning for you. And I think one of the things that they recommended, or maybe I read this, but it's about keeping a journal and like starting to keep 
track of the symbolism for yourself. So I guess that's the same exactly what you're talking about. And I guess if you kept a little journal of references where you go, okay, yes, somebody might look at red and go, oh, that's anger, that's bloodshed or whatever. But I, I look at red and I go intense and passion for sure. And also, um, drive. Like that's how I kind of see, cause that's how red has always worked in my favor about like pushing forward with no fear, I guess. And so, yeah, but I never really thought about making my own meaning. So that that's really helpful. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it just makes more sense. Yeah, it really does. And so I guess that leads me to my next question. I wanted to talk to you a bit about numbers, and I think that will segue nicely into the angel oracle. So one of the things that I've noticed that I've started to do is pay a lot of attention to numbers. And I've started adding them up. You know, I think it's a Pythagorean way where you add them all up to get to a single digit. Although there are master numbers, 11 and 22. My favorite number exactly. is 22. I was born on the 22nd. And um, yeah, so I guess I was kind of wondering whether or not your response is similar as well in relation to numbers. Like, do you kind of think that numbers that you have your own internal meaning for numbers as well? Or do you kind of reference somebody else's I, chart? So I actually think the same thing. There are, you know, there are numbers that have, that are associated with meanings. And that's definitely true that there are. And at the same time, how does it apply to you? Yeah. So if we read the, the numerology, and I started doing numerology, I, I don't know, I did my first chart maybe 40 years ago. And when I, when I do that, I do look at the numbers that have universal meanings. I think that's a great starting place. Okay, so for example, one would be new beginning and everyone kind of thinks that way? Yep, exactly. And, and do it that way. Um, and then add your own overlay as it becomes more, um, I, I don't want to say more obvious, but as it repeats itself, yes, like like the medium who is saying you you know keep a journal of symbolism, which is wonderful. Yeah, you know, which is just wonderful. So I do believe in numerology, the way it's given. But you know, there are many different forms of numerology. There are different systems. There's Pythagorean. Yeah. There's and, and they're all different. Yeah. So how do you know which one is right? Because I remember I had a conversation with somebody, and I think she was reading from Chaldean or something. And she yep. was kind of telling me that, you know, the, one of the names that I was using um, for my business wasn't necessarily a good name, like not fortuitous. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, well intuitively i just thought i don't agree with that because i believe that i'm guided i'm in flow everything that i'm doing is integ you know in line with my truth and i just i thought i can trump 
anything that you're telling me with positivity, love and grace. And cause I, right. So I kind of, do you kind of decide, but then I'm like, well, am I being just hopeful because I don't want to see the negative in a situation or are there bad numbers? It's a big question. I know that's a great question. I don't think there are, that there are bad numbers at all. Yeah. I don't either. I don't. And I know my sanctuary is an 11, which for me, I mean, I love that. Um, not, not just for the, the master number yeah. of 11, but also for the code. You know, I'm all about the codes. And, and many people would say, oh, an 11 is not good for your house. You know, you've got to do a cure. You've got to do a cure for that. Um, oh. So it's, I really think it's what you are drawn to. Right. It all has to go through our filter. Yeah. And like you were saying, you know, I know you kind of didn't really want to use the word obvious, but well, let's use that word again, just for lack of a better word. So for me, number 22 is my favorite number. So very often I get signatures or I get signs with the number 22, like I'll go to a restaurant and then my table number's number 22, or you know what I mean? My dollar, I owe someone $222 or something like that. And I guess for me, I always think that that's my marker, that I'm on the right track, that I'm following my path. So I guess going back to what you're talking about being obvious, maybe if I'm starting to pay attention to symbolism and numbers, maybe for me, my flow isn't the same if I am seeing a lot of force. Like maybe a four could be a symbol to me to go, hey, Lauren, go maybe the other way as opposed to a 22 telling me that I'm where I meant to be. Do you kind of agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. It's like for you, 22 is, is your sign. Yeah. The angel saying, okay, okay, sweetie, you're on the right path. Yeah, exactly. We're where if you saw a four, which happens to, you know, to be the base of 22, by the way. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even consider that. That's hilarious. But okay. <laughs> it wouldn't hold the same energy for you. Yeah. But for someone else, it would. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing is, I think if someone tells you that a particular numeric signature which is all numbers are. It's just an energetic signature. Yeah. Right? So if it's not correct for you and you feel that, then you know that by your experience and then change it. Like you can yeah. easily change name, the signature, the energetic signature of a name. Just yeah. change a lot. Right? I mean, there yeah. are easy ways to change things. If it's yeah. not working, but my thing is because someone says, oh, it doesn't fit this, I would really take a look at, well, what is my experience? Well, that's why I was like, I don't agree with that. Oh. And I think that it's a big deal, you know, in the work that we do, in the conversations that we're having, for example that we do listen to our inner guidance and our inner truth. Because if there's anything that you've said today that 
I agree with, but our listener at home has an objection, well, then they, they probably should listen to that. And there's no harm in that either. Like we all have our own way to figure out life, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. And in the beginning, oftentimes we need someone else to tell us. You know? Yeah. We need the numbers to tell us. We need to read a book and, and add everything up and say, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Yeah. I'm going into a seven year. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you um, meaning when you were talking about the codes? Can you explain that? Yes. So in 2019, last summer, well, now a summer ago, Archangel mm -hmm. Ariel brought in new teachings called the Angel Codes. And these are based on numeric signatures, but they're not numerology. And Ariel says, the reason these have come on planet is because regular numerology is awesome, but it's 3D. And we're at our point in evolution where we need an overlay. We need something more than that. It's time to mm. step into our wholeness. So they brought the angel codes in as a way of um, providing ease and grace along our journey. Mm -hmm. And the codes, the angel codes, it's so cool. The angel codes are based on 13. They go from 0 to 12. But they're totally different. Each of these numbers, each of these codes is actually a gateway to another realm or another dimension. So they're now moving us. Um, uh, would you like to hear what they are? They're just yeah. lovely. Okay, they're just so lovely. I guess I'm kind of um, trying to understand and you know me, beloved, by now, I always try to simplify everything for our listener at home so that I'm using the language that, you know, might connect more if they're not familiar with a lot of these things. So I guess when you talk about gateway, I automatically thought of the blue people coming from your meditation and that sort of yes. dimension frequency. But I guess I'm kind of wondering how a number could open a gateway. But I guess you might elaborate on that in a moment. I will. I will explain that. So I'm going to, they're so beautiful. So we start with zero. Angel code zero is the gateway of the sacred mothers. Mm, now, we call them gateways, but each one of them activates something. And the activation here is it activates the union of the divine mother and the earth mother through two grids, the sacred water grid and the sacred crystal grid. These are both cosmic grids that run through the earth, through mother earth, Lady Gaia, and then they run through us. Did you know that? No. Our bones are crystalline structure and 
the fluids and the waters in our body are part of that sacred water grid. So we run, we're like, we're mother earth, but we're also, we're of the heavens, we're of the earth. You know, we're both, we're like, we're the, we're the being that stands between heaven and earth and we run both through us. We're divine, we were divinely created, doesn't matter how you understand that or what you call it, mm. you know. Yeah. God, this tree, great spirit, doesn't matter. But something that's divine. So then. I just um, have a question about that. Sorry, two things. One, it sounds like there's a bit of a background noise. I'm not sure if that's on your iPad. It sounds like a, like a, a stick. You know those um, really cool sticks from Texas or downtown? Oh, my it's God. Like, Rain stick. I keep hearing a rain stick sound. I don't know oh. why. <laughs> I'm just telling you that. I don't even, I don't maybe know. it would be really weird if it's not on the recording and I'm just hearing it on my own. But anyway, I just thought I would mention it. I don't know if there was like a rain stick background somewhere. It is not. Are you still hearing it? Yes. This is silent. That's interesting. All right. Well, for our listener at home, we either have like maybe a native spirit guide with us right now doing a rain stick or I don't know, but it's fine. It's actually kind of lovely because it's funny because as soon as you started talking about the, um, the angel Oracle, when you picked up your iPad, I all of a sudden started hearing rain stick sound. So I'm not sure if there, anyway, it's interesting. So I do have a question about, um, Maybe you're going to, maybe I'm preempting. So I, I apologize. You just feel free to say, Lauren, I'll get to that. Be patient. But I guess when you're talking about these numbers and you're talking about, you know, what you just said, the description and like connecting um, mother earth with the, you know, spirit, like, how would you do that? Do you just think about the number zero or there's activation? There's a mantra. Oh, there's a mantra. Okay. A mantra for every, every number. Okay. Or zero through 12. And, and there's a way to do the activations. But yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, that's cool. You can proceed. I was just trying to figure out how I make zero part, like how I connect with the number. Do I just see it and that's enough? Or yeah, okay, you would invoke that number. There, there is a mudra too. Um, so, so zero is... Um, it's the actual energetic signature of eternity. It's the zero point. There, there's no beginning, there's no end. It just you know, continues. And it's the circle of, of the divine coming through the earth, going back and coming through us as part of that conduit. Beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. It's like wholeness. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So, these are just so different, so different. If you'd like to, would you like to do the activations? Sure, let's do it. Okay, all right. So we do the activations through the breath. So we do it through the breath. And I'm gonna read the mantra slowly. 
And then I'm going to invite you to repeat it with me. I'll do it okay. very slowly. Okay, good. Okay. So just breathe, just be in your breath. And we'll do it three times. I am the I, never. Oh, sorry. Do I say it then? Yeah, just repeat it with me. We'll, you know what? We'll take three deep breaths and then we'll start. Okay. So take a nice breath in and exhale. And one more deep breath in. Exhale. One more deep breath in. We'll exhale and then we'll begin. And I'll say it very slowly so you can repeat it when I when I finish. I'll give you some. I am. I am. The never-ending circle. The never-ending circle of the sacred mothers. Of the sacred mothers. I honor. I honor. And serve. And serve. Spirit. Spirit. And earth. And earth. And now just sit with that. Just be with that. I am the never-ending circle of the sacred mothers. I honor and serve spirit and earth. do that two more times so again take a nice deep cleansing breath exhale I am I am the never-ending the never-ending circle circle of the sacred mothers of the sacred mothers I honor, I honor, and serve, and serve, spirit, spirit, and earth, and earth. And now just be silent. Take another deep cleansing breath. 
and exhale. I am. I am. The never ending circle. The never ending circle. Of the sacred mothers. Of the sacred mothers. I honor. I honor. And serve. And serve. Spirit. Spirit. And earth. And earth. I am. I am. The never ending circle. The never ending circle. Of the sacred mothers. Of the sacred mothers. And now just be still again. in the stillness. That's beautiful. I feel like I'm in like in a Zen state. <laughs> it's so interesting mm. when, when you work with them this way, sometimes people really feel them. Sometimes it's so subtle. Sometimes people don't, but the more you do it and the more you revisit, like I said, there are 12 of these. They're yeah. all very different. So they begin with the earth and they end with um, uh, the divine the divine and reconnecting. And everything has um, an energetic signature, right? Every yes. day every day has one. So let's see what's today? Eleven. 23. This is my dad's 99th birthday. Oh, wow. Um, so this is nine. The energetic signature today is nine. And nine is um, divine blessings. So, so what I do, you know, every day is, is I do the numbers. So it's the gateway of divine blessings. Right. So do you mean you're being intentional about your day? Like that's the focus of your day? Yes. Right. So for me, I'm in the 20, I'm November 24th. Oh, you are? Okay. So, you know, so today am I in a one? No, because we don't reduce 
We don't reduce down to a single digit. We go up to 12. Okay. Oh, right, right. In the Oracle. Right. Okay. Yep. So in, in the Oracle, we don't. So, so um, 10 and 10 is the gateway of the universal light star. Oh, beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So that's for this, you know, so it activates the light that's unifying your physical body temple with your light body, with divine light, and the, um, all the benevolent beings that are of the light, the benevolent light beings. Wow, that sounds wonderful. Isn't that got, wonderful? Yeah, I've got that to look forward to. So I know you were talking about how basically when you are aware of what day you're on, so I'm in a 10, you're in a 9, which is so cool, um, <laughs> that maybe you kind of invoke that sort of intention for that day. So you would do the mantra of three times and you would kind of basically be aligning yourself with, for in my case, maybe benevolent, benevolent light beings or yep. for you you would maybe have a different intention in the nine exactly right. exactly so it's when when we set our day intentionally and we begin that way then we are in energetic alignment and when we are in alignment, I believe that we um, that we're more able to create and to manifest and to bring in abundance. Mm -hmm. And that's my whole thing. <laughs> you know, how do we manifest? Well, it's, we need to be in alignment. Yes, I was just thinking because when you're putting that intention out there, you're saying, "Hey, I'm ready to co-create with you." Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. So with your angel code, like with your book, mm -hmm. um, does the angel code change every year based on the frequency of, okay, it does. It, You're nodding your head. It does. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Last year, 2020, this year, was um, or is the um, – the gateway to the angelic realm. And it's really funny because when I saw that, when, when Archangel Ariel brought the teachings in, I was so excited. Yoo-hoo, 2020 is going to be awesome, blissful, love, and joy, and, right? Yeah. But, but here's the deal. 2020 really was a year of the infinite heart. Because we all had the opportunity to go within to see what's really important. Yeah. What does our heart call us to do? So many people in 2020 made so many big changes. Yes. You know? Yes. And so we had that opportunity. Was it the way we wanted? Well, probably not. <laughs> but it was the year of the heart of the infinite heart. And as we were going through it, I could certainly see why, you know, yeah. certainly see what that was about. I mean, we were um, 
I talk about 2020 as the year that we were in our chrysalis. We were silkworms. We have spun this chrysalis. We're in the cocoon, not knowing what we would emerge into, what kind of butterfly, what our world would be when we emerged, but knowing that we could co-create it. And having that whole year to see, okay, what's still a fit for me? Yeah. You know, what do I want to bring forth now? Who do I want in my life? What kind of work fills me up? Yeah. What kind of work do I not want to do again? Oh, my home's too big. Oh, my home's too little. Oh, my God, how I love my family. We had that opportunity. Yes. And the whole world was having it at the same time. It's incredible when you think about it like that. Isn't it? Yes. Yes. But 2021 is Angel Code 5, which is the gateway to the angelic realm. How perfect is that? We are being invited. I know. (laughs) We are being invited to really connect and partner with our angels. And coming out of 2020, oh my gosh, don't we need that? Yeah. Don't we need that? Isn't it time to rely on on the angels? Um, You know, it's like people will say to me, well, I... I don't know if my angels are there. Your angels are always there, but they have to be invited. I mean, I get up every day and say, okay, angels, play with me today. And you can develop a partnership that's as close as any friend. I mean, and they want that. They're waiting. They're just waiting. And during this year, so many people have called out for help. It's like, have you ever heard the stories of someone stranded on the road and a pickup truck came by from the garage and helped them out and fixed everything and, and then left and, and the person, the driver was going to, to go to that garage and thank them again. And of course there is no garage, doesn't exist because it was an angel. That came. So why do angels show up then? Because people have called for help. Help me. Help me. So the angels will come in. Well, 2020 people were calling for help all over the place. Yes. And the angels are just... Now segueing into that connection even more. Exactly, exactly. And partnering with the angels is so beautiful. I mean, so beautiful. And it's, it's not difficult. There again, it's trust. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. trust. Well, do I believe they're really angels? Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Right, beloved. Yeah, you go play with Ariel. When Ariel first came in, I know, when Ariel first came in, the first message they gave me, and it came from writing, at the end of it, they said, we are complete, end transmission. Yes. 
Right? Yeah, right. You're an angel. You sound yeah. like a Trekkie. Yeah. I'm supposed to believe you're an angel? Uh-huh. And all these years later, they still end every message, every channel, every written, everything. We are complete. End transmission. That's but the so thing is, funny. you just go with it. Yeah, you do. Because it's not like... I mean, you can't control everything. So you don't want to control how these things happen. And I think that's actually a big part of going back to trust is when you're asking for help, let go of the outcome or the how you're going to get there and trust that it all works yeah. itself out. Yeah. Yeah. I know that if I'm ever having a challenging time, I like sometimes talk out loud and I just mm -hmm. feel so much better after because, you know, I know I'm being <laughs> heard and supported and whatever journey I'm meant to take. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we just have so much support, so much support everywhere. Yeah. And we have unseen support. Yeah. So let's talk about your book just before we wrap up here, um, The Angel Code Oracle. So I know it's coming oh. out for 2021. Is it available now? It is. Um, it is shipping in a week. <laughs> to so, you and then um, people can buy it from you they can buy it from me yes um right now I, I still have a wait list on my website and then we will be getting it out i'm so excited because we really um raised the bar this year it's not just a book what it is is it's a self-guided 12-month angel moon manifesting journey Wow. journal and planner it's a planner too for the whole year wow so is it basically all the calendar days have their own day and then yes but we don't do the um the codes for every day what we do it's a it's a moon journey and an angel moon journey so we do every month you'll have the the code for the month the message from Ariel and the mantra and then new moon and all of the information the the astrology the codes um, the archangel the element everything for the sign of the moon and then new moon is about new beginnings yeah and birthing and creating so there's a journal in there and I ask you some pretty probing questions you know, for you to take a look at yourself, because what are you going to create? And then there is a personal moon ceremony that you can do. And that's all in there. And yeah. And then for the full moon, the same thing, but full moon is all about completion. It's about surrendering. It's about emptying the cup because you can't put more in, right? I always teach that we are beautiful crystal chalices and if we're filled to the brim how's how's more deliciousness going to come in so full moon is the time to to empty that cup a bit so we How can put new that? things in well um there's a journal in there as well with more questions and mm -hmm. you're asked to review what you've done over the last two weeks toward your goal and revise review and then you do a ceremony 
for releasing. We do fire ceremonies for, oh, wow. you know, yeah. For so releasing. you like rip out the page maybe and burn it or? Or have a little slip of paper. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's all year. So do you kind of explain to people how to go from all those different steps? Like if they haven't had a lot of experience with this, you kind of guide them through what to do and how to do it? Exactly. Step by step. The instructions are step by step. And it's set up like a 12-month journey. So you've got each month with, you know, the month, the new moon, the full moon, the month. And it's really interesting because 2021, the first moons of the month are actually new moons. And the last moons of the month are actually full moons. It's not always like that. Oh, wow. Sometimes new moons are at the beginning. But 2021 is awesome because you're setting your goal at new moon. You've got two weeks to work toward it. And then you have the opportunity to look and see, oh, well, did I meet my goal? No. Okay, why not? What was there? Yes, I did my, meet my goal. So if mm. you did meet your goal, then there are different questions for you to look at so that you still you know, are going to surrender and empty the cup. So it's really cool. You know, I never really spent a lot of time uh, thinking about the moons, I'll be honest. I know the last yeah. time we talked, you were telling me it was a new moon and it's time to, you know, manifest new beginnings and whatever. I went, okay. So yeah, I yeah. like wrote it down <laughs> and I, I made an intention of starting things. And yeah, and I guess it's probably, it feels in a way like a missed opportunity when you're not working with the moons, um, especially when we have times where we really need to hibernate and relax. It's maybe not the best time to plan a workshop or launch a book, for example. Exactly. Exactly. Um, again, manifesting, there's so many parts to manifesting. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not just law of attraction. It's, it's more than LOA. It's alignment with cosmic energies as well. It's understanding, okay, all right, so this is my time to surrender. This is my time to, to um, create. And then also in the beginning, I give you all the, all the cycles so you know when Mercury goes retrograde. You know when the eclipses are, when the seasons begin. Mm -hmm. Because Mercury retrograde, you know, that's a time period to do all the RE. Review, revise, work behind the scenes. Don't put anything new out. Um, leave yourself extra time. Dot the I's, cross the T's. And here's the thing. Even if you have no idea about any of this, it's still operating. It's still part of the operating system. Right. It's right. still going on. So my thing is... I want to be able to be in sync. Yeah, that's right. Because it's either that you ride the wave or you don't. And if, if you ride the wave, you're going to have a lot more manifesting miraculousness. Yes. That comes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like so do you think, you know, sometimes people intuitively also know this stuff, but they don't really maybe listen or pay attention and then having a tool like the angel code Oracle really just sort of can help 
to remind you and to support or confirm what you maybe already know. Like I'm sort of feeling at the moment a bit tired uh, because I've been doing a lot in November, but at the same time, I'm I'm needing to do some projects and get some stuff kind of started and finished. So, you know, maybe I'm not listening to to something here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then if I had an angel code oracle, it might say, no, Lauren, it's actually time to rest for a week and then get started. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, just tuning into the energies. It's just another tool to bring awareness. Because like yeah. I said, it's happening anyway. Yeah. And it sounds to me like, you know, you're all about living the best possible quality life. And I know in our last episode, we talked a bit about, you know, indulgence and treating yourself and self-care and how that looks different to everybody. You know, you're talking about yeah. you to order an amazing bath that you're looking forward to. And I think that sometimes, you know, we forget that we're meant to live this luxurious life of abundance. And I know last time you talked about how there is nothing, I can't remember your exact wording, but you were saying there's no, um, you're talking about scarcity, but there's no, there's nothing good about scarcity, but those weren't your words. You said it a lot more. Yeah. yeah, Artistically or creatively. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's not, there's, you don't get a medal for, (laughs) you know, we're not martyrs. We did not come to this beautiful planet to do that. We came here to, to enjoy to live a great life, to have work that we love, and to be part of the global family, you know? We all came with gifts, and we're supposed to be abundant and self-indulgent. I call it selfish, but it's not being selfish. Again, like we said last time, when you're in a flight and the oxygen mask comes on, comes down, right? Yeah. On me first before my child. Because if I don't, I can't take care of anyone else. Yes, it's funny. I just uh, worked with some, um, some women and a lot of them I felt had challenges with self-care and prioritizing themselves and not seeing that as being selfish in a negative way. And I did talk to them about, you know, well, when, if you think about yourself as a cup and you just give and give, eventually you'll be empty. So it's kind of a no brainer that you have to refill and replenish, but it's some, uh, I guess, reprogramming in a way that needs to happen. I think that it is definitely reprogramming that needs to happen. And so many of us are, are givers, you know? and and we're constantly doing that and that's not yeah. saying that men don't you know because there is many men that are that are givers and and doing everything for others and not taking care of themselves there's many men doing that too yeah but um but you have to take care of yourself first or you're just no good to anybody else yeah exactly you, yeah, you can't fully do that. So, yeah, self-care is a biggie. It's a biggie. And the Angel Code Oracle will help people with that because they'll know, like, maybe their opportune times to self-care and then times when 
you know, it's okay to maybe give extra energy because, you know, yeah. you know that. Yeah. So how do people get a hold of you, beloved, if they'd like to order their own copy of the Angel Code Oracle? I know you've got the High Vibe Goddess Circle Facebook group that you run as well. And then yeah. you did mention uh, earlier on that you've got the Manifesting Your Dream Sisterhood 2021. So if these are things people are curious about, want to get involved in, how can they do that? Um, just go to my website, which is katebeloved.com. And it's all there. Which is my name. It's all there. Everything is there. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. So for our listener at home, all you need to do is scroll down and then click on that. Well, thank you that so much, awesome. my friend. I love talking to you. You thank come you. back anytime I, you want to talk. I just feel like there's so many things that we could go into, know. you know, like manifesting, like talking about Ugh. crystals. Um you know, anything really. I just love talking to you. So maybe once a year or twice a year, you can come and we can have a chat about what's going on. (laughs) That would be so awesome. And y'all go look and see auras. Yes. Do your, your, yeah, do (laughs) that's right. Do your, your aura gazing. Yeah. I will do aura gazing. Yes. Because really, if it's something that you're interested in, it will come. And the more you do it, the better you'll get. And then, well, do you think that kind of will help speed up your progression as well about your spiritual development if you learn to develop skills like that? I think every time someone becomes proficient with the new skill, what it does is they say, oh my God, look what I just did. Oh my goddess, I can do this. Yes. And it's one more tool in the toolbox. And it's one more confirmation. Because really, everyone came into this planet as a master intuitive, as a master creator. And then we forget. We get busy. We're in the world. So... I think every time someone practices a new skill, and all of these things are just skills. Nobody that does any of these things has anything special or different than anyone else. It's just a matter where you focus. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you so much. Hi. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.